welcome to the FinTech Surge podcast, creating wealth of opportunity through FinTech innovation from the Middle East for the Middle East. My name is Stephen, and I'm excited to be joined by Alexandra, our co-host for this episode. Thank you, Stephen. It's a pleasure to be co-hosting this podcast with you. Powered by the FinTech Surge, the region's leading FinTech festival, hosted by the Dubai World Trade Center, alongside Jitex Global. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the FinTech Surge podcast. I'm here today with Mr. Nadim Latki, Executive Director at Binance for the MENA region. How are you, Nadim? I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's really exciting to be talking to you guys today. Great. Well, we're very happy to have you here. Um, tell me a little bit about Binance. So you are a trading platform for cryptocurrency, correct? Yeah, you know, look, yeah. Binance uh, started about five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, at our core, we were a trading platform. But okay. you know, the one thing I'd love to just remind people on is that we're so much more than a trading platform. We're okay. actually an ecosystem now. Right. And uh, over the last five years, we've developed so many different products that have made us who we are today, which is the world's largest infrastructure and blockchain provider. That's right. Biggest uh, in the world, I hear. Biggest, in the, biggest on the planet at the moment. Very humble to be so, but our users got us there. So In volume, right? By volume, yeah, you know, to give you a fun number, you know, we mm -hmm. traded uh, almost $34 trillion of volume last year onto our platform, right? Wow. So it's a quite, a quite a big number. You know, we're north of 120 million users that use our platform to trade cryptocurrency uh, and other things. As 120 well. million users? Yeah, globally and growing. That yeah. is incredible. Yeah. In five years. Indeed, yeah. And to wow. go through like some of those products that you had mentioned, you know, we, we obviously have an exchange, but... We're, we do a lot more, right? We do have uh, an academy section to help for education. Really, okay. it's a great opportunity for people to learn about blockchain, cryptocurrency, That's payments. Right. We do have a payments. I know today is all about fintech. And so, right. you know, payments and using virtual assets to help payments is also a big area that we have. Okay. We use a card program to allow people to use their crypto just with any other Visa and MasterCard program too. So this is interesting. Your academy is online on YouTube. You have it workshops? Is. Yeah, it's completely free. It's accessible to all. Okay. We use it to uh, as a great gateway for people to start learning about the space. Right. Um, and so we also work with different governments and education uh, institutions around the world to help embed that into their systems as much as possible. Tell me about your role at Binance. So I run uh, our business for uh, business development and uh, strategic partnerships for MENA. What that really means is key focus on three areas. Mm -hmm. One, helping businesses to buy, sell, get involved in the crypto industry. So that could be anything from institutions to brokers to venture capitals. Mm -hmm. uh, but we also work very closely with local and international businesses to integrate our products. Okay. So that could be anything from them looking at how Web3 is relevant whether it's NFTs, non-fungible tokens, oh, as well. to uh, Binance Pay, which is our crypto payments acceptance platform. And last but not least, we also work very closely with developers and builders in the community. Okay. So that can be anything from individuals and companies looking to build on blockchain, and we have our own blockchain called BNB Chain, uh, to those looking for investments as well, given we do have a Binance Labs and a venture capital arm as well, okay. based out of Dubai. Give me an example of what you mean by building a project you can give me an example of that. Yeah, you know, look, everyone has been exploring blockchain, right, in, yeah. in some shape or form. And that's been ongoing for some time now. I think that's quite an exciting space. And that technology is really here to say. So what we really do have is Binance has created their own blockchain, uh, own layer one, as we call it, uh, called BNB chain. It used okay. to be called Binance Smart Chain. And what we do is we really engage the community that are trying to build different projects 
on our blockchain or using blockchain in their projects in their companies today and that's really what i mean you know how we help and we get engaged with that community so that can okay. be anything from support tech support all the way to funding depending on what the projects themselves may be okay i see i see um so you're you're basically a, a provider for them we are you know it's yeah. really why we call ourselves you know the biggest infrastructure a consultant <laughs> I, I wouldn't say so much consultancy okay. but we're definitely a provider when it comes to infrastructure and, okay. and technology okay and what markets are you focusing on in the MENA region? Yeah, look, MENA for us is uh, GCC, North Africa, and Pakistan. But, you know, each country is going to be very different depending on the openness and receptiveness of crypto, right? right. Because yes. not every government and, uh, and country has actually deployed a crypto framework just yet. That's true. So if we focus on, you know, UAE and yep. Bahrain to start, you know, they've been very progressive. Okay. Um, and they've really enabled a big investment and, and transformation of that space. And so we're quite active here. Okay. We're looking to drop... Uh, and bring out all our product suites. Okay. In the other countries that are still nascent and exploring the space, we're, right. lo we're a lot more about a educational and involvement with the government in, in terms of helping them understand the technology. Because right. the government's true purpose at the end of the day is to protect their users, Absolutely. right? Um, and protect their citizens. And so from our perspective, you know, really want to make sure that things are being done correct, accurate, and mm -hmm. safety for the users first. Okay. And so in those countries that have yet to deploy uh, crypto frameworks, mm -hmm. you know, we offer a helping hand in any shape or form we can. Okay. So uh, aside from the UAE and Bahrain, uh, what other regions are upcoming in the adoption? Yeah, you know, look, publicly what you've seen is uh, frameworks being discussed and developed already in Saudi Arabia. Okay. Uh, they've been doing a CBDC project quite publicly for some time now and looking at different policies. Mm -hmm. uh, you've also seen uh, Oman recently just come out, I think just mm -hmm. last week, talking about uh, their exploration of the space. Um, okay. Morocco has also come out and started talking as well about a, a CBDC project. So, you know, it's quite exciting to see all these different countries beginning to open yeah. up and explore. And uh, I know from the fact that a lot of the users in that space are quite excited about it too. That's fantastic. And um, what makes you different from other uh, crypto markets? Yeah, you know, look, um, Binance, as I said, is more than just a crypto exchange, right? We're yeah. an ecosystem. Right. And I think our advantage uh, and where we are for the last five years is that we offer an entire diversified portfolio. Mm -hmm. And that can go from anything from basic trading, custody, you know, using the core benefits of our exchange, mm -hmm. all the way to thinking about how Web3 and blockchain can transform your company. And that could be anything from acceptance of crypto payments, uh, to using our technology, the BNB chain layer that I had mentioned, right. uh, integrating that into your business, um, or looking at other areas like Binance Academy, Binance Charity, you know, a lot of different spaces. So, you know, when I compare us to other crypto exchanges around the world, um, you know, I think that's probably one of the biggest differentiators. Mm -hmm. You know, many focus on just one niche, one area, you know? right. and us having been, built that ecosystem over the last five years mm -hmm. as you know, very humbly put us where we are today, being mm -hmm. the biggest exchange in the world. Um, so a company, a business can call you up and say, I want to, uh, you know, uh, penetrate the whole crypto market. Can you help me do that? I love uh, those calls. I'm currently, <laughs> you know, just accepting uh, <laughs> online payment. Or, yeah. So do you actually take them from, from zero to... 
I, I absolutely love those calls because it's uh, my personal passion to see that, right? And I take them from zero to full introduction. And that's what we're all about, you know? And I don't know day. anything about blockchain or crypto. That's what we're here for, right? We educate, we help build, we okay. help thrive, and we also help uh, weed out, right? I mean, sometimes blockchain and crypto isn't for everyone, right? Not every business needs to do it. So it's important to also be transparent about it, mm -hmm. right? So I think that's my biggest excitement from my team and I when we work with companies. It's really about what's the true purpose of what you're doing here? Mm -hmm. How can we really benefit and improve your company? Mm -hmm. How are you going to give value back to your customers, right? Right, right. Uh, and that's, you know, mm -hmm. part, of the, part of the discussions we always have with businesses. Wow, so exciting. Uh, do you use fintech uh, companies to uh, help help you, help your, your platform? Yeah, 100%. You know, look, fintechs... Um, I myself, you know, background, I've been in banking yes, for 20-something plus years yeah. and fintech. So, you mm -hmm. know, I'm, I'm, no, uh, I'm no newbie, I guess, to the space. And fintechs, to be honest, have done a great job in certain areas of their business, right? When it comes mm -hmm. to payments, when it comes to integration with bank platforms, when it comes to, you know, reg tech, uh, mm -hmm. any of that. So we use them, you know, hand and heart, uh, mm -hmm. very deeply into our systems. And that could be anything from helping us with validation and verification of users, right? Mm -hmm. AML and KYC procedures. Right. It could be actually better connectivity to wallets and e-wallets, right? right. Um, so that's big, two big areas that we actually do a lot of uh, work with okay. fintechs today. Okay. Uh, you've made some interesting and strategic partnerships lately. Uh, MasterCard, VirtuZone, that's fantastic. Yeah, Tell me you know, a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, look, as I mentioned, like we, we truly try to work with all businesses, local mm -hmm. and multinational. So, you know, let's kind of go through some of the ones just here more recently, and then let's talk about one or two global partnerships. Okay. More recently here in, in region, you know, we've worked with Majdan Fatim, MAF, and VirtuZone and J Hotels. You know, those are three partnerships that we publicly come out with, mm -hmm. uh, with many more down the pipeline. But okay. in each of those instances, it was really about how do we help the companies own innovation and own ambition to right. get into the Web3 space. Okay. You know, Majdar Fateh and MAF have been pioneering that space when it comes to building in the metaverse and mm -hmm. a lot of cool experiences that I know are uh, up and coming soon. Okay. Um, and so our compliment is really, well, how can we help you with that, right? right. Um, so it could be an acceptance of crypto form, uh, mm -hmm. crypto payments as a form of payment. Okay. Um, same thing with JL Hotels, same thing with VirtuZone. They've really used the first step of Web3 and metaverse and, you know, blockchain around accepting crypto payments. Okay. But that's also just another form of alternate payments, right? It's not really uh, to get too complicated about it. You know, our systems really help make that as simple as possible for a business to accept okay. crypto payments. So simplify it for me. Say that uh, I go into Majid El Futaim, one yeah. of their uh, retail shops, and I want to pay something, say a car, uh, with my cryptocurrency. Yeah, so our Guide system... Guide us through the process. Yeah, you know, look, our system has built this entire closed ecosystem experience to make it as seamless as possible for you as a user mm -hmm. and MAF, in this case, as a business to accept crypto mm -hmm. payments. Okay. You as a user are on the Binance app. You've been verified. You have your, uh, you know, your crypto currency. I have my currency. Binance account, yes. You have your Binance Got account. It. You're up and running. You simply scan a QR code that is presented to you by uh, the merchant, you know, MAF in this case. Right. And that's it. It's nice and easy. Okay. In the background, we do all the hard work uh, okay. to make it uh, confirmed, authorized that the payment okay. is done. So your car will cost this amount of. You'll see. Say, you'll Bitcoin, see your yeah exactly. Right? You'll see your card in your chosen right? cryptocurrency. So, for example, you might like Bitcoin, but you know the next person might want to pay in Another, Ethereum, right? Yeah. So, uh, you can choose the preference of which cryptocurrency you want to see. You mm -hmm. can also specify that you want to see it in standard currency. How much is this in dollar equivalent, right? 
And so for merchants accepting cryptocurrency, how do they manage that risk? So this is the power of the platform, right? Merchants don't have to worry about accepting cryptocurrency and holding it onto their balance sheets and their accounts. If you think about it, a business's day-to-day -day isn't about managing cryptocurrency, okay. right? It's about selling their products. Right. We're offering them a new alternative payment method to accept a new form of payment. So what actually happens is that we give clients and merchants the ability to settle in stablecoin, which is actually tied to the you know, different currencies around okay. the world. Okay. We specifically use one called BUSD. It's a great example of uh, a regulated stablecoin that is tied one-to-one -to, -one to the US dollar. Okay. So with you, going back to your example, as MAF, as a business, you're actually not holding Bitcoin and worrying about the value fluctuation overnight. Right you're gonna be holding an equivalent of US dollars, you know, this example, right? Okay. Um, and so you don't have to worry about that. Right. So that's kind of where risk mitigation takes a beautiful opportunity, right? Okay. And that's why such a product becomes a very nice bolt-on to most businesses wanting to accept a new form of payment right. without the risk of holding that cryptocurrency. And without having to associate each product with 100 percent you don't need amount. to worry about strawberries and grapes and like what to price them in and bitcoin and what to do with each one that's uh, where we take away all that complexity yeah yeah okay and about uh, your partnership with mastercard yeah i can't get my head around how that's going to fun function yeah you know look mastercard uh is a perfect example of another product that we call binance card and it's okay. a prepaid card program that we use it's essentially tying the cryptocurrency and virtual assets that you have okay. in your wallet as a user uh, to a card that you're issued. Right? Okay. So think about just like your bank cards today. Right. Uh, you can go and you know, use them anywhere that MasterCard is, uh, is accepted. That's exactly what this is, right? Okay. So our, our partnership with MasterCard is the first of what we hope many uh, nice announcements to come out with them. Uh, it was our launch of our card program in Argentina in specific. Oh, uh, and so we've okay. just launched Binance Card in Argentina, okay. uh, a successor to an already successful program that's come out of Europe. Uh, and uh, okay. you know, we would have also seen in the news recently that we're gonna be launching a program out here, which we're quite excited about. Okay, so it's a credit card accepting cryptocurrency. Not a credit card. Oh. Prepaid card. Prepaid. Uh, difference oh, being so obviously that you're right. using the it. funds that sit on there, yeah. Absolutely, okay, great. And um, would you say that you're exceeding customer expectations? Yeah, you know, look, I... Everything that you offer, all these multi-tiered services to... I, yep. you know, I think the best way to answer that is we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Absolutely. our users, That's right? True. And uh, I... Uh, when I engage with the community myself, you know, we obviously do have you know, a lot of different events in country, all the operates. Mm. Uh, I'm always so humbled and excited to see the excitement that comes out of our user base. So yeah. um, I always know that we uh, strive to make our community happy. Mm -hmm. That could be users and, not, and, and different businesses. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's thanks to users where we are today and we wouldn't be growing if it wasn't. So that's true, that's true. Uh, I guess a short way of saying yes, you know, I really do hope we are mm -hmm. expecting customers have expectations and we continue to listen to the, the community when we do it. So. Oh, I wanted to ask you about fees. Yeah. Are there transaction fees for every transaction? Yeah, you know, look, I mean, an exchange runs predominantly by exact uh, transaction fees, but mm -hmm. you might have seen recently as well, we've just launched a zero trading fee for Ethereum for a short time, right? Oh, okay. um, so, you know, we're really trying to That's push good. the bar on getting promotion. people. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're trying to get people to, to come in and not worry too much about fees. That said, we are amongst the lowest fees okay. in the entire space as well. So, okay. you know, fees already are, are quite minimal from, uh, from a trading perspective. Okay, all right. Um, would you say that it's difficult for Binance to find uh, skilled talent? Um, 
I would say the talent that come into Binance, right, um, are already from a very diverse background. You know, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have this um, worry or concern that you have to have experience in cryptocurrency or uh, blockchain to work mm -hmm. at a company like Binance, but mm -hmm. that's not at all the case. You know, okay. We're a global workforce. We have over 5,000 people working from us in many different countries mm -hmm. and not everyone comes from a blockchain and crypto space, right? So yeah. I think talent to us is really about uh, those that instill the principles of what we want to do at Binance, right? Integrity, humility, customer focused. Right. Uh, those are things that, that we hold so near and dear to our heart. Mm -hmm. The ability to learn a different product, you know, you can always pick that up. Like that's not uh, rocket science. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, is it a struggle to find great talent? Uh, no. Mm -hmm. um, more importantly, is it important to keep looking and finding the best of that talent? Yes. That's always what we try to strive for, right? So finding yeah. the best of the best and keeping them happy. And do you feel it's important to have collaboration within the space, within the space of, you know, the world of blockchain, the world of fintech? Yeah, you know, look, I, I always think about one thing. In the end of the day, we are a community of builders. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, so it's very okay to be competitive but cheer each other on for your successes and is that happening it is very much oh, happening. Very you know good. i think <laughs> the the community and the birth of blockchain and crypto was always one about a community-led yeah, feeling so. uh and so we always cheer each other on with our successes is there healthy okay. competition of course right but yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, we're against each other, but mm -hmm. just the opposite. You know, we work very closely with each other as much as we can, mm -hmm. uh, because in the end of the day, it is for the benefit of growing the entire space, right? Not just right. Um, e each other's uh, mm. wallet share. Do you find it difficult to uh, or challenging to deal with uh, local regulatory authorities here in Mina? Um, not at all. You know, I think okay. let, let's look at UAE, yes. given that that's where we are today. Yeah. Uh, very, uh, you know, forward-thinking leaders. I have to admit, you know, if you circle back to uh, their very first creation in ADGM in Abu Dhabi Global Markets, mm -hmm. they were the first regulators to actually even put together a crypto framework. Um, you know, my my boss, who our current uh, regional head Richard Tang, it was you know the person running the FSRA and helped put that entire project together. Okay. And so that just goes to show you that was about four or five years ago, and that goes to show you that they've always been a progressive. Uh, you know, uh, regulatory body and regulatory well, that's space. Good to know. Okay. Now, if we take a step even closer to today, you know, they just recently announced the Dubai Metaverse Assembly, right? That's a great example of, again, they are at the forefront of Web3 and really trying to push the bar on mm -hmm. what this space means and how it's embedded into our day to day lives right. and how we protect consumers and users that are entering the space, right? Right. So I think UAE, very, very forward thinking. Mm. All the other all the other jurisdictions, not at all hard to work with, right? There is okay. there isn't the complexity about it. It's really an educational opportunity, right? And so we work with pretty much every regulator that you can imagine around the world, not just in MENA. Right. Uh, and that could be from education to actually helping uh, put together the framework for what a safe practice and deployment of this mm -hmm. technology in your country can mean. And does um, it vary so much from one country to another? Every country has their dynamics, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would never say one country is better or worse than the other because each has a very unique yeah, profile. No, not better right? or worse, but does it differ a lot? Uh, it, it does differ, right? Because each will have a very unique setting, yeah. right? There's different policies today, fiscal policies, economic policies, and so those need to be taken into consideration with mm. how new technology gets deployed in a country. And so yeah. we work very closely with multiple bodies, uh, regulatory bodies in a country, not just 
the central bank or central bank equivalent, but you know the securities authority and all the mm -hmm. others as well, just to make sure that uh, any new introduction of a product like virtual assets, cryptocurrency, uh, is understood and well vetted before getting mm -hmm. launched in a country. And everything is moving so fast. All this digital asset, uh, this NFT. Uh, uh, so it's difficult, I guess, for anyone to get their head around it and then formulate regulations. That <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> it's not and an easy job. It's for not an easy job at all, right? And which is why it always is about an education yeah. to start, right? It's because about it's understanding unknown, unknown territory for many. Hundred percent. And even for a lot of techies, I find uh, who are you know very technical, either in telecom or another industry, even they not necessarily they they don't necessarily have that knowledge yet. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's a on-the-go learning. I mean, you know, as I said, I myself am a, a banker by, by background, right? right? I'm an engineer by degree, but... But you got hooked. <laughs> but I got hooked, and even I'm still keeping up to speed with yeah. everything that keeps changing this space, right? And what that right. could mean, and what are the implications, and how do we safeguard our users and mm. the citizens of each country? Right. Uh, and that's really where we try to work as close as we can with regulators, right? Mm -hmm. Just to make mm -hmm. sure that those are taken into consideration and the implications are understood. Right, right. So where do you see everything going in say 20 years from now wow um, not just with Binance but with also the uh, the blockchain industry the yeah NFT you know, look, I think uh, blockchain in itself has been around for you know over 10 years now right I right. think that's a technology that's here to stay yeah. I can't see that going anywhere and to, to some extent you're now beginning to see governments uh, around the world explore how that technology can be better embedded into their own systems mm -hmm. so I think that continues um, but you know, you add on the ability to think about what blockchain may enable. It could be new businesses, right? New yeah. businesses, new companies, new entire spaces are going mm -hmm. to be created. Okay. Um, and so I think you know we're going to see a nice uh, growth of that particular space. Mm -hmm. um, Web three, more recently, you know, metaverse discussions mm -hmm. and metaverse experiences are quite interesting. Uh, you see a lot of people think and talk about what does it mean to be present and relevant to your users in the digital world, right? Mm. Uh, and that's what yeah. metaverse experiences are all about. Um, so I think that's an area that is still very nascent and in 10 years from now, mm. for all we know, we're all going to be walking around with those you know, VR goggles just like right. you see on Ready <laughs> yeah. Player One and interacting and working with each other in that space. And yeah. I wouldn't put it past. I really do think that that's a, a very exciting future to look forward to. Mm. What are your thoughts on cyber security and uh, are we threat should we be threatened by it or do we have a handle on it? No, look, I think, you know, safety and security has always been a number one hmm. uh, concern and focus, right, for us at Binance. Um, you know, we were one of the first exchanges to put something called SafeFu, uh, safe assets, for example, for users. Hmm. Um, yes, we you have several authentication uh, yeah, you know, processes, even a key, I think, to be... Uh, for for, for employees, we obviously do, yeah. Uh, um, oh, just for employees. Well, you know, you're talking about authentication to get into a system. Yeah, we to be able to use your account. Uh, a hardware wallet would be slightly different. Oh, um, okay. But, you know, to use your account today, we have multiple authentication methods. Okay. Obviously, one, you just have to verify you before even opening up an account, right? Mm -hmm. That's like step one to help avoid fraud to the okay. best we can, right? We mm -hmm. have bank level grade AML and KYC policies to help make sure you are who you are. But then two, there's also ways to authenticate when you're logging in, so mm -hmm. 2FA and all these others. Um, but you know, going back to it, security and cybersecurity is extremely important to us, right? So mm -hmm. we do a lot when it comes to responsible trading programs. We also work a lot with, if there are any hacks or frauds that have occurred, we actually 
are very, very transparent about trying to help yeah. recover those funds for users, right? Trying to understand what's the cause of it. And this is actually the beauty of this technology. Mm. Everything is on chain. Everything is transparent. That's the right. whole point of blockchain. Yeah. So on-chain forensics or tra like, you know, transactional mm. uh, monitoring is a very big space, right? right. Um, law enforcement and regulators all around the world are beginning to understand how to harness that power and actually trace funds and track funds. And right. so if anything, I think this is going to help improve the mm. space and help cut down even further mm -hmm. you know, fraud and, uh, and risk right? when it comes to um, the blockchain and, and industry. Right, right. This whole forensics thing is interesting. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, look, you know, let's just compare your day-to-day -day transactions. Today, yeah. you know, if you go take a bunch of cash and go around the world, I have no way of tracking you. Like, I have no right. idea where yeah. you've taken that cash, yeah. right? When it comes to transactions on a blockchain, you, know, you remember, a blockchain is a ledger yeah. of authentication and verification of transactions, mm -hmm. visible to anyone that wants to use that blockchain. Right. So, when party A makes a transaction to party B that makes a transaction to party C, I can see all that. Yeah. So I can trace transactions a lot better. On right? the Binance exchange. Not on, the, not only, on, on any exchange. On the any blockchain, exchange. The it's blockchain is an agnostic. Yeah, the, chain, the chains that are available to do these different transactions on are transparent to all, right? Okay. And so, um, you know, when you talk about forensic or transaction monitoring, mm -hmm. it's actually a lot... Uh, more sophisticated, but a lot more transparent okay. about where money is moving, right? Okay. Where transactions are being done. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually think the space brings a lot of comfort and, if anything, better clarity uh, yeah, yeah, to cut down on fraud and, and transaction okay. um, monitoring as well. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay, well, that's great. I'm so happy to have spoken to you today about all this. It's new territory for me. Um, I'm hoping to see you at FinTech Surge. Yeah, look, yeah. we're super excited. You know, we uh, um, here obviously in Dubai and FinTech Surge, yeah. and more it's importantly, in October. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be uh, hopefully be present. So you know, look out yeah. for us whether yeah. we have a stand and or speaking. And um, yeah, very much excited to be part of that community. And you know, look, I think it's uh, it brings together such strong talent. And yeah. so I'm excited to see you know a lot of my old colleagues, old friends, but more importantly, tons of new ideas that are going to be presented at it. Thanks, Nadim. It's great to have you here. Thank Pleasure you, Binance. We're thank you very much. really, really excited for to see what what you come up with in the next five years. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks.